Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. We got to turn off the speaker I put over there. We have to turn off our, our R&B. Don't we got to? We were listening to Barry White and Jeffrey Osborne, <laughs> and we're not lying because we, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Before I mean, before we talk about Nebraska losing forty-five to seven, apparently we got to listen to to eighties and nineties we R&B, jamming to eighties and nineties R&B, and then we were laughing about things we can't discuss on yeah, this pod. Yeah, so hard that we both have tears. I know. In our eyes I, I feel like I feel like we just like you know in a UFC fight like you. <laughs> You you completely expend all your adrenaline and energy, oh. and I'm a ner- I'm nervous. I just did that. We had a howling on the ground laugh, and now we're gonna have to yeah, muster it was like up a some two energy. Two minute laugh. It was like not a good. two minute laugh. It's not good. Okay, well let me tell you about uh, the game recap pod is brought to be Onyx Automotive, best of Omaha, number one luxury car dealer. They really provide a full scale luxury experience. They offer l- industry leading brands: BMW, Jaguar, Land Rover. Great location in Omaha, 150th and Dodge. Check them out online, onyxautomotive.com, onyxautomotive.com, Drive Onyx, the new standard. Big salute to Onyx Automotive for sponsoring the game recap pod. And the pod is brought to you by Shoot360 Lincoln. We are two weeks away from the grand opening. Uh, if you don't know, I don't know what to tell you, man. It's the world's most advanced basketball training facility, and it is coming to our hometown, Lincoln, Nebraska. It's a national franchise that specializes in skill development, shooting, passing, ball handling, NBA-level technology. 26 NBA teams use this tech, but it's consumable for players of all ages and skill levels, third or fourth grade rookies to college-level pros. This is where you come get your reps up. Become a member. Shoot360.com backslash Lincoln. Fill out the official recruiting visit form. Everybody gets a free workout to start. Come check out the facility. We are two weeks away. Spots are filling up, people. Shoot360Lincoln.com backslash Lincoln. Okay, Bo Rude. We, when I got here, or when you got here, I, I basically was like, okay, do we get into the minutia of the game? Do we get into the big picture of the game? I, I want to start big picture, and then if we get into some of the specifics of it, yeah. So be it. I mean, I don't know. I'm really fascinated with what this week will be like. But can I? I, I just want to. I am struggling mentally a little bit, and I yeah. need your help again. This is kind of like how we started the last pod. I'm I'm having a hard time here, because what's hard is, I felt like this sort of outcome with Michigan coming to town was more probable than not. I think I even said this to you after we turned off the mics on after we recorded our pod last week, I'm like, what's more likely Nebraska scores zero points or scores 21 points. And we were both like zero, zero. Yeah. So while I, I, and we somewhat expected that, that outcome, or we certainly knew that was possible. That still doesn't mean that it's not really disappointing and disheartening to watch it because there's a difference between getting beat and not even being competitive and I mean, I predicted that Michigan would win 30 to seven, but I thought Nebraska would be competitive for a little bit, hang in there for a little bit. And the defense would would fight for a little bit. And none, none of that happened. So I feel like I'm a hypocrite where I'm like, okay, I thought Nebraska would lose, but I just found myself really frustrated and incredibly disappointed as I was watching it unfold. Help my mental hypocrite make sense of this. Well, we, we had this game circled for a year that, we're not going to win that game. For sure. We've all said. So I think we should all 
try to remember that. Yeah. We, nobody thought we were going to win, including our, like, you know, every Nebraska fan. But, you know, we've been talking about, God, the pain of these close losses. Um, and that was one of my points. Like, you always want to lose. You'd rather take that close loss than this because these ones, even if you know they're coming, they always feel worse because you don't even feel like when you watch a game where you don't have a chance. I, I don't know that I ever felt for one minute in that game that we had a chance. They right. drove down, made that, you know, the score on that touchdown. And I go, oh boy. Then we throw it. You're like, game's over. Right. And you know it in your head. And that's that's a little bit hard when you don't feel like you can win. Yes. Yeah, because you're it's first drive of the game for Michigan. They they converted a third and one and a fourth and one. Yep. And then they have the incredible catch over Gifford. And then yeah, I mean, really the the second play of the game for Nebraska offensively, ball gets batted in the air. Michigan is literally like, you ever seen a bunch of crocodiles or gators or like all like, go, like, like, <laughs> like that ball hung in the air for seemingly, and there was just a bunch of like gators that would like, hey, crocodile want it. And one guy, meat, the meat's here. The meat, and the, and the guy makes a great catch. Yeah. But really, it was like when that ball got batted up in the air and they caught it, it was like, oh, this is so over. And even even when they drive down and they get to the the fourth and the fourth and one and they go shotgun with Harburg and run the quarterback sneak and didn't I, I still even think let's say they convert that and score and it's fourteen to seven I still think the game unfolds probably how it unfolds yeah so there were were a few little moments in the first two three four five minutes of the game where it really didn't go Nebraska's way but but overall. I'm with you where like you can sit there and go like, man, if that ball doesn't get batted in the air, who knows? And if they convert the fourth down, listen, you know, Nebraska had no prayer of stopping them. I mean, when, when I watched the Minnesota game and when I watched the Colorado game, there were moments in the second and third quarters. Where I'm like, we might be. I think we're better than these teams I agree. in a lot of ways. I think we're better than these teams in a lot of ways. There was not one second of one minute of that game. I thought we might be better than them in any way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I agree. I really felt that way about Minnesota and Colorado. And Michigan is better than us at every position on the field on both sides of the ball. Yeah. I mean that. Person to person. Yes. There, every single position. There's not one player for Nebraska that, that would. Is better than one player on Michigan at that yes. position across the field. Think about that. That's the state. That's the state of this game where. I don't know. Maybe we still need to keep it in its own bucket. Like we always did. We always kind of put this in the Michigan bucket. We're not going to yes, win that game. Yes. I think it's probably the, as a fan, the best thing you can do is to keep it in the Michigan bucket. But you know, it's also, we got to be real with like what we, what we're seeing right now and what that means for this program. right now. Too. But so, okay. So it sounds like you're just saying, been like, Hey, come on, it's Michigan. It, they're they're better what did you expect so do i need to a, a i little, need to back uh, it down a little bit for your I, sanity yes yeah but, but the reality is that we're i mean is like let's talk about it. i mean we're not we're like we're not we're so bad on offense that like i don't even know what to say about the team because but, but you know what's know. weird is yes like the, the main issue is the offense this is now the third do you realize nebraska's played five games they've been shut out in the first half of three of the five games yeah. Yeah, really let that sink in. And they were a Josh Fleeks 75 yard run away from being 
shut out for the first time since 1996. Yeah, I mean, that really was a shutout. They, let's be real. They got shut out. <clears throat> yeah. And so while the offense is the issue, I'm more, I, I'm more, th- that game was more disappointing with the defense to me. Because Michigan, like, Michigan was physical, and you could tell, you could tell we, we, like it, they were dragging us on, yeah. the running backs were making us miss and were dragging us. Uh, we didn't tackle well for the first time. That was our first yeah. bad tackling game. And we just got pushed around. We couldn't get pressure. I mean, we couldn't get pressure to save our life. No. And that's where you, to to pat you on the back for where you, well, well everybody, including me, was really excited about, like, some of the stats with the defense. They're, I think at, through two weeks, they were leading the nation in, stat, in sacks, maybe even first three weeks. Last two weeks, Louisiana Tech and Michigan, zero sacks. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. And... So I guess I just felt like, and maybe it's just as I had, I maybe had an, an inaccurate, overinflated expectation from the defense. I thought the defense would would keep them to hang around a little bit, and you could tell right away. Whenever Michigan needed it, they were just going to line up. They're going to run Corum or Edwards, and they were going to get five a pop. And they basically did. Yeah, I mean, one thing my brother says. Uh, just from a coach's point of view, though, is like Michigan is very, very difficult to like to get your run fits schemed yeah. up with them. They do a great job of scheming the run game. So every little thing that, you know, you're doing, they're going to make it really diff- difficult to fit up correctly. So you have to be very detailed with them. And um, I think this was the first exposure to a team that just really yeah. took advantage of that. Now, I think with the, the Tony White, uh, Three, three, five. I think you know we were trying to say, okay, this is the test, but I, I still think I am a fan of what we're trying to do mm-hmm. defensively, sch- schematically. From what I've seen, even in this game, like I don't dislike the scheme. I don't think it's a scheme. I don't think it's Tony White. I just think it's a little bit of like I, I just think our defensive line can't pass rush, and I think we're still trying to play a lot of guys. And you know, there was that time. I don't know if you saw the play where like. Bullock is up on the line. Yeah. And, you know, we have Bullock, who's a he's a glorified safety. Uh, up yes. on the, It was almost like a, you know, a five technique. Right. And, and they ran right at right him. At and he got blown him. seven yards off the ball. And that was the, they, they scored on that play. Yeah. That was the second touchdown of the game. You know, it's a little bit different if that is uh, a linebacker like a Stu Bradley. Right. That's Stu Bradley. You can put him there because he's like, he, he's, he's such a big. 45 pounds. Yeah, he's 6'4", and he's 245. Yeah. Um, he can go slide down the line like Bullock's six foot, two hundred and five pounds or two hundred ten right. pounds, right? Like, like that's a different animal. And like those type of teams take advantage of you're just trying to take any personnel and put it anywhere. Like, like this is where we're gonna have to be become a deeper uh, team that you know. And, and I think we're gonna have to narrow down like who's yeah. on the field and win because teams like to beat teams like that, like they're going to take advantage of you trying to put guys in a position they can't succeed at. Right. And certainly, I mean, it, it hurts to not have Luke Reimer Singleton gets hurt on, was it the first play of the game? Yes. Uh, Singleton gets hurt. And I hope he's, Oh boy. I hope we get him back. Cause like without him, it's going to get dicier. Then, uh, Lenhart, the, the freshman pass rusher, he's to not have him as well. Like, you're, I mean, Reimer, Reimer in particular, I mean, he's their best player. 
uh, on the defensive side of the ball. But yeah, Nebraska was the number one rush defense in the country. They were giving up only 46 yards a game. Michigan ran for 249 yards. And keep in mind, they they pulled their starters after the first drive of the third quarter. Like that's where it just felt like, I don't know, like when when stuff like that's happening where it's like, oh, now Nebraska's the team where like they're sitting their starters after the first drive of the third quarter. J- you probably didn't see, you didn't probably go back and watch it on TV. At some point, I don't know how this happened, J.J. McCarthy. His, kissed his girl. Kissed, yeah. He's kissing his girlfriend I on the sideline. Let's hope so. He'd be like, hey, girl, hey, hey, hey come here. Or give me, give just, me a smoochie. You or like he's that? just the coolest guy in the world. <laughs> I their, wish they would have. Their wish... quarterbacks are kissing hot chicks on the sideline. Guys, we need to rethink what we're doing here. Like, I would have loved like, if someone would have asked him after the game. Like, so who was it that? pretty cool to kiss your girlfriend there on the sideline? He'd have been like, girlfriend? Girlfriend? <laughs> I'd have been like, this is great. This guy's fake. But it just is one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, th- that stuff That stuff gets hard when not, you're the team that, like, they're yucking it up on the sidelines. McCarthy's kissing his girlfriend. They're all pulling their starters at, at the start of the they're third quarter. Corn, they're eating, eating good. And you're just like, oh, man, that's I where mean, the, that's where it's at? Yeah, and I'll tell you what. I, I do think watching Michigan, it put a, an image in my mind of like, God, is that not exactly what we want to be? Basically, they're, they're the finished version. Of what Matt of, Rule, yes. what Trev, like – that is essentially what we want to be. What I assume we're trying to become is this sort of like power team, right? Like a team based on like good line play, physicalness, being very sound. Yep. I mean, and they, they have a little, like, you know, JJ, they let him run a little bit. They let him scramble they yeah. do a little bit, but it's mostly like mostly based off of, we're going to start with the run game, power run game. That's where everything st- everything starts with their O line and their run and running the football. And that's and, what we want to be. Yes. And so watching them just do that to us, I mean, it's it's humbling. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what maybe hurts about this loss more than anything is it's just like, oh, that's what we want to be. Yeah. I, it. The uh. The, you mentioned the open field tackling was bad. Guys both, it was, and it was a combination of the two. Is guys, there were guys that flat out missed, and then there were guys that got trucked. Yeah. And Michigan only punted one time. They went touchdown, 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 punt, touchdown, touchdown, starters pulled, field goal, touchdown, turnover on downs, ball game. Yeah. I mean, I mean it was just a, like, it was just like a better, it was like better players than our guys had ever seen. And I mean, it's not like we were just egregious with our errors. It was just like they were just better at every spot. Right. And so when they ran it, like they were breaking tackles and they were moving our guy. Like it was just sort of a systematic, like you just are getting beat. I, were you, I, I just, man, I really thought, I really thought Nebraska's defense would, would hang in there a little bit. I didn't, I was sort of up in the air with like, okay, what are we going to get? Um, I, I was a little disappointed that we can sort of got the like, it didn't feel like this. Remember, like we we talked about the twenty one game. We lost that game, but like the the image of Ben, ben Stilley coming off the field, I didn't see that image from anybody. It didn't yeah, feel you're like right. That. that like the difference was it felt like a fist fight, even though Michigan came out on top. It was like a fist fight. You're like this could go either way, and it was like the last play of the fourth quarter. That felt like we went into the ring, we got bloodied, and we did not punch back. 
Yes. That's the difference. That's why it's And I think that's the thing that's that is really disappointing. I'm just disappointed that it 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 feel it felt like there just never was a a moment where Nebraska punched back and fought and we didn't fight at all on offense and defense I felt like we didn't fight in, as much as we should have. Right. Didn't feel like we were matching their physicality. Yeah. It just flat out. It just didn't. Right. It just didn't feel like it. Like we were not ready, even close to ready to play that team. And Nick, they are a well coached team. They so had zero penalties. That that's what I, I mean, wanted to talk. I think that's what stood out to me is we get in the red zone. I think twice. Mm-hmm. And I think we got two penalties, like we always do. Yeah. And that's that's our mo. I think we're a sloppy offense, and I think we have a knack. And this is where you can't put this on the coaches as much as like. Some of these players, it seems like our offensive line, they have a knack for penalties inside the red zone. Like yeah, they I, like gives the red zone and they just start going like, oh boy, here we go. You I know, know. Like ball I, starts and holding like they find a way to 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 kill drives in the red zone. And, and, and that, that is something I don't know how you what you do with that at this point. But yeah, see, the, and okay, so this is what is hard to circle back to to the to the hypocritical brain that I think I, at least I'm feeling with myself and I'm sure a lot of you guys are as well, is we all do this thing where we talk about how Nebraska is a bowl team. They can go six and six. They can go seven and five. Look at the, Look at this schedule. Come on. Come on. Yeah. But then Nebraska goes and loses or they play bad or they're sloppy or they get blown out. And then some people flip and go, well, what did, what did everybody expect? I mean, Nebraska got a long way to go. Yeah. And this is a rebuild. We, we, we got to be patient. And, I guess for me, we all, and I am included in this, we all talk about a bowl game, and some even talk about making noise in the Big Ten West. You know, we all do that thing like, hey, man, you never know what could happen here. But then we all line up and make every excuse in the world to explain away getting blown out and playing poor football. Yeah. That it's just, it is really frustrating for me when. Like I'm, I can be patient. I think we all can be patient, but it's got to get cleaner. I think, and I get, and that's where I think I, I like what you're saying. You're, you're like, you're talking about if you're fighting and we can see you're fighting, if you look like you are playing clean, good football and they're just better than you, which they are better than yeah, us, yeah. but we didn't play clean, tough football. No. We we're like, we weren't competitive. We didn't feel competitive to me. No, not not at all. I mean, it's and listen. To be fair, it's not like the the last year's Michigan game. Nebraska wasn't really competitive. Now the one two years ago. That's the thing that the image that I I still feel like that was the moment. If Nebraska could have won that game in twenty twenty one, like mm, like it just feels like Nebraska stood on that field with a team with with. I thought that Michigan team was better. By the way, they had Aiden Hutchinson there. I thought that team was better. That defense was better. I mean, it was- then Nebraska stood on that field and. Drago, Rocky, like stood in the middle of it, and yeah. and we threw punches, threw punches, yeah. and had them bloodied and on the ropes. Yeah, and I couldn't help but like contrast, like man. And now that team went three and nine, so it's hard to argue. But it's like, man, Nebraska is a long ways away from that, and that felt like it was a long ways away from where Nebraska wants to yeah. wants to be. Yeah. So that's the other disheartening thing is like. Man, you just snapshot like 21 against Michigan, and this year against Michigan, you're like, whew, going in the wrong direction, boys. Yeah, 20, that's a great way to say it. 21 was the moment. 
I do think 21 was the, it was like there was, there was something in the air that like we had a team that took all those good teams to the wire and had them all beat and pissed it all away. So yep. there's something wrong with us in the sense of that, but we all know what we saw. We saw that we saw the fight. We saw the ability to take the teams, you know, and fight back and throw the punches. That's what's so still like, I think scarring about that 21 year is it were like, we were, th that was these moments of mistakes that, that cost us five or six games that year. You know, it was bizarre, Yeah, but it's hard now because we're going to have to compare a losing season that we were felt better that, about than that. I know. That, know? And like, so that's, what's hard is people say like, Oh my God, guys, you're still on the 21 frost team. Get over it. I, I, I hear you on that. And it's like, I also hear it. Like that team was three and nine, but it was like, they, they gave Oklahoma everything they fucking could handle. They yeah. gave Ohio state everything they could handle. They gave Michigan everything they could deal with. They gave Wisconsin everything they could. And that's why Scott Frost gets another year. Cause we, we know what we saw. We right. saw us like how we play mattered as much as just the score, just the, just the W and L's right. Yes. W and L's matter. And that should be the standard to a degree, but like, we also need to know what we're seeing. So, I think we know what we saw last night. That doesn't mean, though, that like the this thing has got no chance. No, it no, just no, no, means no. like this is where we're at. We know where we're at right now. And here's here's I'll I'll, I'll try to finish my my mental like I just this morning I went out on my deck and I just was like had like a therapy session there. Like Robin Williams yeah. came out and was like, "What's on your mind, sport?" <laughs> I was, I was like, what are you fucking reading a new thing on what what's this Peyton here? You think you fucking cool with your Peyton? Like it was. This pain here, you just, why don't you cut your ear off and uh, <laughs> call yourself Vincent? And he was like, hey, sport, it's not your fault. And I was like, don't fucking do that. Don't do that, Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> you went you went three and nine. Don't do that. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. When 21, it was close. Don't, don't fucking, don't, not, no, your not fault. you. Not you. It's not your fault. <laughs> That's, that's pretty much your fault. I got, I got Goodwill hunting this morning with my, myself. Uh, so <laughs> Here's 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 what's hard. Rule and this is like let me I'm gonna look in the camera for this. We all need to do stop this. Rule himself has said this isn't a year one. He said it. So we all need to stop doing this thing where we point to Temple and Baylor and go, well, look what he did in year one's there. They're like this, like he himself before the season said this doesn't feel like Temple Baylor year one. This is more like year two. He has said this, so I feel like we all need to stop being like, well, this is kind of what happens. And especially those teams played young players. Yeah. Here's the thing that's that's hard. While this is overall, you know, player, when you just think about the 85, 100-man roster, this is a young roster, but it's an older veteran starting lineup. Yeah. Newsom, Robinson, Reimer, Henrich, Kemp, Washington, Anthony Grant, the entire starting offensive line, John Bullock, Gunnarsson, Polar Bear, Omar Brown, Singleton, before they even hurt Gabe Irvin or Mir Johnson, all those guys are in their third or fourth or fifth year of college. They aren't young. Yeah. They're not. This is an older starting 22. Yep. And so we just, it just gets hard to get stuck in this cycle of just, we'll just wait till next year. Just wait, just wait, just wait. Like, at some point, you got to start showing progress and improvement. And this team has been, well, I didn't expect them to win yesterday. This team has been sloppy all year. And 
you do need to start winning some games. Like not saying go win 10 games and play for a Big Ten title, but I've talked about this for like the last decade. That's also what I thought Chattel's column was telling where he was like, I he read tells it. It was good. He yeah. read it. He started basically like I've written this article 20 times. And that's how I feel like what I'm about to say, I've said 50 times. And that's what's that's and, what's wearing on people. Nick. Yes. I think that is like people are hitting a threshold right now where they're it's not it has almost nothing to do with Matt Rule. It has nothing it to has do with nothing him. to do with this it really team. does. It's like their patience is almost up i feel like like that's what it feels like with just losing and, it, and that's where it's it's almost not fair to matt rule it because isn't. it is just like we've lost for 20 years and in particular the past 10 eight, eight to ten yeah it's really eight to ten i mean we, really from 2015 years, for basically yeah. ever since Polini left it's been really really not good yes so like one thing that I've talked about for I've done 50 radio segments on this podcast segments of just we all think there's this world you can live in where you can go three wins, four wins, three wins, five wins, and then you're a consistent 10, 11 win season that is in a conference championship yeah. discussion like every year. That's not usually how it works. Like you got to start like you need to you got to start getting to six wins and then to seven wins and then to eight wins like what what I'm saying is like you can have realistic expectations, but still acknowledge that at some point you do need to start winning, and yeah, which which now leads me to 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 this stretch. I was going to save this for our midweek pod, but I think it's important to talk about this because I feel like I'm Johnny Negative here. This now to me is the stretch. Yeah. This feels like the last seven games here feels like the more appropriate and fair way to judge where things are going. Yeah. Because if you th- let, let's stop for a second, let's all take a deep breath and let's think about the first five games of the season. Okay. We all uh, listen program that's been struggling, new staff, new head coach, new quarterback, new offense, new defense, all that stuff. We all agreed starting at Minnesota difficult, right? Yep. At you, you go then to your rival Colorado and you just run into a, a, a meteor like you run into like the biggest story in football Deion Sanders then you play two bad power non-power five teams in northern Illinois Louisiana Tech and then you play a team in Michigan that could win the national championship yeah they're one of the they're one of the three best teams in the country that's what I think so it's may I say all that to say it's maybe not the most fair and accurate five games in the world to learn a ton about this team so then when you stop and go, okay, the next seven games, Nebraska is going to play teams that are all flawed and they're all dealing with some crap. Yeah. Illinois losing record two and three. They needed a last second field goal to beat Toledo in the first game. They got beat pretty good at Kansas. They barely beat Florida Atlantic and got crushed at Purdue on Saturday, yep. 44 to 19. Yep. Northwestern losing record two and three. They did rally to beat Minnesota at Minnesota but they're still dealing with a lot. They've lost Pat Fitzgerald. Yep. Problems. Purdue, losing record, two and three. Fresno State beat them at Purdue to start the year, and it's a first-year head coach, first-time head coach. Yep. Michigan State, losing record, two and three. Mel Tucker, I mean, Craziness, imagine being yeah. a player on that team right yeah. now. Well, your coach is in wrapped up in, they, in this crazy scandal. Head coach fired midseason. They're dealing with a lot. Michigan or Wisconsin 
they've been pretty solid. They do have a new head coach. Yep. Maryland, they're 5-0. and They've looked pretty good, but it's still Maryland. It's not Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State. Yep. And then Iowa, who has been awful on offense. Cade McNamara, their starting quarterback, got hurt last night. We're recording this on a Sunday morning. Not sure what the severity of it is, but... You know, they're they got their own set of issues. How'd the game finish? They, they want, I mean, in the most Iowa way possible. Game tied 16 to 16 with about four minutes left in the fourth quarter. They return a punt for a touchdown. And then Michigan State comes out, and on the second play, guy catches a pass, a bunch of guys rally, poke the ball out, recover ball game. Just it's Iowa. Like so they win the game with a punt return and then a forcing it to a, and that's how and that's how they that's do how it. Man. Do, and like, I'm so impressed with them. It so pisses me off. It it's, just pisses me off. I know, I know. So I say all that, saying I know I'm talking a lot. So here I'm going to give no, you space no, here. No, good. it's I. I say like, okay, Nebraska's got five games under their belt. They, you know, their their guys are getting real game reps, right? They're they're playing in the system, and now they're going to play that seven-game stretch of opponents that I just laid out that are all flawed, that are all dealing with some stuff, okay? So I think what I'm saying is that it's a more, I think it's going to be a more fair way to judge Nebraska and judge the progress over the course of these next seven games more so than the first five. Uh, Yes, I think absolutely, first of all. I'm just now, I'm like, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm like, God, this is a good schedule. I know. And it's, it's just, it'll never get eaten. Like, it will never, it will never, never have a better schedule than this in the rest of our Big Ten life. Period. Lock it down. It'll never be as easy. That's not to say that, again, full well understand that Nebraska has its own issues, but it'll never be easier. These last seven games, will it'll never get easier than it is right now. Yeah. Um, it's funny, Matt Rule, he said something in the paper today that was one of the first sort of like i would call it statements that he's ever made like he like kind of throws something down almost right like he says you're going to find out a lot about us what kind of team we are friday mm-hmm. you're going to find out a lot about me friday i was like whoa that's i pretty, know for that's a guy pretty- that's been pretty reserved about making you know he's been about the process and the day by day stuff which i like this was his first sort of like you're gonna find out a lot this week. Yeah, I agree. I thought that and was, I like, was like, whoa. Okay, I that was that was a standout to me. I go, okay, okay, Matt Rule. Um, I'm not against him doing that. You know, saying things like that. But that's you know, when you lay it down, you lay it down. Yeah, I, I was struck by that because he's he has been. He's certainly not vanilla because he's, he's always not hedging his bets there though. Right? Yeah, but but he that that was a. I mean, that's that's putting the microscope and putting the spotlight on him and the team here. Yeah, I mean, it's saying something. Um, and so I just, the, the other thing to think about, because it can go both ways. How many people, after the 0-6 start for Frost, how many people thought that they were going to, there probably weren't a lot of people that thought they were going to win, going 4-2 and two in their last six games. Yeah. It can also go the other way. I mean, there could be times where, I want to say in 20, 2019, they started 4-2. and two. No one could have predicted they were only going to win one more game for the rest of the year. Yeah. What, what I'm saying is, even think about like last year, after the after the Oklahoma loss, and Frost is fired, Chenander gets fired, they had lost to Georgia Southern. Yeah. All the, 
I, I, I don't know if anybody thought this team's going to get to five wins, be competitive in every game except Michigan, and go to Iowa at the end of the year and beat Iowa. Yeah. So I say that, like, who you are today is not necessarily who you're going to be at the end of the year. And you know what I find? Good and bad. I usually, like, I always find that, like, the good coaches can start bad and their teams can finish strong. I find I find that's like a trait in a good coach mm-hmm. that they can take a team and sort of like, as the year starts off bad, they don't let it collapse. It actually turns into something good. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I always think about like a, like the Belichick teams, like they yeah. don't, they never just fall apart. They can start. I've seen those teams start bad. And then over the years and they like, ra- they always rally. They always find a way to do that. Right. So, um, I do think this could tell us a lot about Matt rule. Like I think that is what I want to see for the rest of this year is like, I don't really care if it's five or six or seven wins or whatever. Right. Like I want to see that team get better throughout the year. I do too clean. You know, they don't play clean football. They seem to piss down their pants. If they get in the red zone, like show me, you can play good, clean, competitive football show me improvements. Um, and I think that's all I need to see, you know, like I, 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 I would love it if I could be this, like, it's gotta be eight wins or it's not good enough. And like, I, I kind of, I'm trying to be more realistic than that. We've got to a place where I just like, I want to see us getting better. Yeah. And, and if it, I don't, then I'm just like, then I, then I really don't know what to tell people. Yeah. Cause it's one thing I think we all can see how void of talent Nebraska is offensively in particular at the skill spots. Like we yes. all can see that. Yes. But that doesn't excuse false starts. I mean, Harburg, I'm not sure what happened on. There was a snap that he dropped. Did he drop that snap? I think or it was, was a it bad a bad snap. snap? It was a bad snap. It was it's a, like it was stuff a, like that. Yeah. It's got to stop. You, We brought it up last week. Like, it's like once a game, the quarterback goes one direction and the running back goes the Like, there's the, a blown play. Yeah. You know, that like that's the kind of stuff that has nothing to do with with your raw talent yeah and that's and and so this is where uh our oc i think our ocs there's a little bit of a question mark to me like how good is he i agree how good is he and how how much does he uh is he gonna affect this team in a positive way going forward um you know like i think he's there's a lot of question marks like sometimes i think we think of like we lump he gets kind of forgotten in the whole process but like he has a lot of sway on what this offense is oh, yeah. and how they function and I, I feel like maybe rule kind of overshadows him but like this offensive coordinator um he needs to be responsible for this for this like lack of production for, like, for again scoring zero points and the sloppiness like it, how he right. how and when and where he calls plays that all is a big part of what's going on. Did and you, if you have this sort of inept offense, like I'm looking at you. Yeah. I mean, it, by the way, we've, we kind of glossed over it. I feel like the most, uh, if there was one part of the game that was discussed a lot, because it was the only moment where some people felt like Nebraska still maybe had a chance to make it kind of interesting. what do you think of the fourth and one? They, they call timeout out of the timeout. They go shotgun quarterback sneak. Uh, I don't know that I love the play call, right? Yeah. But I'll say this: the decision to go for it in that moment, because I, I like thought about it, like why I was there. I was like, okay, I'm like they're going for it. Is this the right call? 
and you know, I'm, I'm my in the stadium in the moment feeling was it's 14 to nothing. You're playing. A- we have nothing to lose. There, there's almost no chance to win this game, but there's definitely no chance if you don't score a touchdown right now. For some reason, I was like, oh, I three, was fine. Normally, with the- three is like, just take the points. Right. But for some reason, that game was like, not this game. This game, it's like, if you don't score here and t- drastically change the momentum, we really don't have a chance to win. So I actually thought it was the right move to even give yourself a I chance agree. to win because a field goal in this game doesn't win you the game. So you're if you're playing to win, and I actually respected it, Matt Rule. I think he thought the same thing. That's the only way to win this game is scoring right there. I agree. Yeah, I, I completely 100% agreed with the decision to go for it. I didn't love – it's just I'll never fully understand when you're fourth in a yard why you would – why go shotgun in that spot for – like if you're going to sneak it, just sneak it. Yeah, and everybody, it, everybody in the world knew we were going straight ahead. Like it's one thing if you had the option to go like, zone read with a side like see that's what's we, weird we is didn't do that what what when they came out and shot because they called timeout and they came out and shotgun i actually thought oh well this i was expecting something on like the like a zone read on the perimeter yeah. or maybe even like a uh you know like play action fedoni slips out like yeah. i actually thought oh they're shotgun uh, maybe they're not gonna because they basically ran shotgun in Harburg. I think he tried to, he wanted to kind of go over the top, but he just kind of got caught in between. Yeah. Sometimes it's and, like when, when like the wall is taller than you think you are, you're like, what? You know, like yeah. visually, think about visually. It's like if everybody's low, you're like, I can do this. When like you got six, eight, you know, guys all like standing tall, it's like the, Stupid the high tr- jump bar. Yeah. You've seen right, the high like, jump yeah, bar. You're like, like, I, I got to jump that. over that. Like, I think you realize, like, oh, I, can't, I can't do that. Right. I just didn't, I didn't love, I'm not going to go crazy over it, but I didn't love the shotgun element of it. Um, But I like the decision to go for it. I, that, that's exact. that's my exact you, it, feeling. You had to go for it there. Yeah, I mean, right, a field goal was going to get you nothing. Um, Okay, we got a bunch of, I, I want to get to, there's a few, a few other little plays with the game I want to talk about. And then there was, there was a pretty, important guest that was at the game and then there's a couple of things i want to get to before we wrap it up but uh, i got to tell you about onyx automotive again they are the number one luxury car dealer in omaha uh they offer industry leading brands bmw jaguar land rover great location 150th and dodge and you know they they got a little bit of everything for you whether you want you know brand new pre-owned uh they got the uh the service team there they offer a bottle of wine with ever every vehicle purchase. They really try to to give that luxury feel. You go online at Onyx Automotive, and I'm doing it right now. You can scroll through the vehicles, and there are some smooth looking cars. So if you want that luxury vehicle and luxury treatment, Onyx Automotive is the spot for you. Again, 150th and Dodge online, OnyxAutomotive.com. That's OnyxAutomotive.com. Drive Onyx, the new standard. And we're brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. The comfort and confidence you should feel putting Pella Windows into your home should be just through the roof. I mean, they put their windows through all sorts of testing, extreme heat, extreme cold, uh, extreme weather with rain. I mean, you should see some of the videos of some of the stuff they're doing to their windows before they actually get installed to your home. And you're going to get a Pella expert 
that is going to be able to install the windows and you know it's done right. And listen, that all drives, I mean, that all makes a difference with how the windows function, your heating and, and cooling bills, all those sorts of things. Uh, but if you don't know where to begin, two places for you to go, either the showroom in Omaha or Lincoln, or you can schedule a free in-home consultation. It's going to be free where you get a Pella expert out. They're going to be able to talk to you. You can talk about your needs, your budget, your wants, all those kinds of things. And they're going to put a plan together for you that fits and works. Best people around are at Pella. Go to PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And again, Shoot360 Lincoln. Go to Shoot360.com backslash Lincoln. Fill out that official recruiting visit form, the official free workout that you can get. Everybody gets a free workout. And I'm telling you, it's... For me, the moment I stepped inside of one of these things, my brother and I are owning it. I, I was just, I, I was, if you're a basketball lover, you absolutely are like, it strikes a chord with you. They got NBA level technology all throughout the entire facility can be used by players of all ages and skill levels, third grade, fourth grade rookies, college level pros, uh, Shoot 360 will unlock your game. It's a place to come get reps, over 300 shots. You can get up in 30 minutes on the passing walls. You get some really cool stuff where you're being judged on your accuracy of your passes, your reaction time, and your decision-making. So all of a sudden, a bunch of targets pop up. You got to decide which target's the one to hit, and then how fast you get the ball out of your hands, how accurate it is. The passing walls are fantastic. So check us out shoot 360.com backslash Lincoln shoot 360.com backslash backslash Lincoln and become a member. Okay. Bo rude. Um, you know, some of the, uh, overall, like offensively, I wanted to get your thoughts on it, a couple of things. First of all, I couldn't run the ball mm -hmm. 106 yards rushing 74 or five of it were from that fleeks run. So basically they had like 30 yards rushing. Yeah. Grant, I think only six had carries for 16 yards. I and I'm telling you, did it not? Feel, I wonder if they were like, like this is what maybe what the conversation was in the headset. They were like, okay, guys, we can't run the ball. What we can't have happen is get Grant get hurt in this game. Like, let's save some licks on him here. I, I don't know, but six carries for your best offensive weapon. I mean, we we could not run the ball. I mean, I. We tried to feel, I mean, we could not even come close no. to getting him some space. Harbor quarterback run game. Kind of like what it just was kind of non-existent. I don't know what, like, it seemed like they didn't even necessarily try it. Now I know everything changes when you get down 14, 21, nothing right away. Yeah. Were you a little surprised that, that we didn't see as much of it? Uh, I mean, I think it was just like, what are you going to do? I mean, is I it kind of don't think we could do anything. I it didn't like we actually like we th we 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 threw it, you know, on some slants and some and some uh, you know, deep crosses we found. Th those were our couple plays that we actually connected on, got some yards. You know, first down had some good first yeah, downs. Yeah, the first you know? the first I think it was the first play of the third quarter. Yeah. So had a deep ball and Billy Billy Camp had a nice little uh catch and run. So I mean, it, it was it was good to see those two guys like they looked decent yesterday. So yeah. that's good that those two guys are starting to find a little uh their footing. And so that was good. And then Fedoni had a catch or two. And I yeah. know you said Peace. you know, thank you for everything you've done for the game. <laughs> and we'll continue thank to do you for everything that you will do for the game. And you know, we'll yes. see in Canton yes. very soon. So um, No, you're right. They, they had more they had they actually made some chunk plays through the air that I was like, okay. Well, and Hartberg throwing the ball where it needs like it's good to see him. Um, but you know, it's like, it's also like, 
I was going to ask you about the pat. What do you what do you make of the? I mean, he has three. I put on the quarterback when you when you get when you get like that interception. That's on him. Yeah, like getting a bunch of balls knocked down. That's on him. It, it, the linemen, to a degree, get getting the engaged. And but like when you're staring too long and you're not like it's it's always like quick release and you know finding the you got to mm-hmm. find the windows. That's the like good quarterbacks do not get their balls batted down all the time. Yeah, because he, uh, it was something that stood out to me in the first couple of times watching him throw against Northern Illinois. Like he does kind of have like a a little sidearm, almost baseball type delivery. And yeah, to get three passes batted down, little a little concerning. Yeah, I, I, to me, it's like when you get your one of the first passes of the game knocked down. I just go, oh, they're just they're just reading you, and you know, it's yeah, too easy. Uh. You know, so I wrote down, you know, the the plays that define the game early on. We've gone through a bunch of them. There, there were, uh, you know, the thing that's crazy, though, is there were a couple of, yes, Michigan converted a bunch of third and ones and third and twos, but they also converted uh, some third and longs. Mm-hmm. Like, so after Nebraska goes for it on fourth and one at the Michigan 12-yard line and gets stuffed, Michigan answered with a nine-play, 88-yard touchdown drive. But Nebraska had Michigan at third and seven right away and couldn't get off the field. Uh, and that's where that pass rush was non-existent. I mean, McCarthy just had all day. The How about the the play where Nebraska punts, the Michigan punt returner muffs the catch Nebraska somehow doesn't have enough guys around it to recover it. And the guy's able to muff the catch, get the ball and return it like 30 yards. It's yeah. just like stuff like that. You go, we don't make any plays. You know, yeah, like it's, we, this is, this is probably my, the, the biggest concern I have with this team, which I hope is not going to be the case in the future is like, I just don't see us ever making plays. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like our receivers will get open and catch the ball and you know, right. but like nobody like Michigan was breaking a tackle or two. Uh, they're beating a defender and sacking our quarterback or they're like, see that defensive end that just like railroaded our tight end on that QB, that QB yeah. draw. And like he yeah. took our tight end like into the quarterback, like fight, like it's an amazing play, but like, right. And like all these teams have guys that make plays and we just don't have guys that are like, like they're just, we don't have those like next level guys that make the big play. Like we just don't have splash plays ever. Right. I know. You know, any opportunity to, that's probably the thing I know. It's like, we have a bunch of guys that are like, okay, but like, we don't have a great player on this team. No, not one. Well, even the. Even the, the ball that got batted up in the air and the Michigan defensive lineman catches it like am i confident that if ty robinson polar bear and blaze gunnerson are all around that ball that one of them's catching it i've seen a lot of tip balls around our defense and they don't nobody catch get nobody's catching them like i just the, whatever the instinct for making the play and on offense and defense like i just don't think we got the guys that are either a good enough or b to have the instincts to like make the play close when you're in the red zone like you yeah. know like hold the line when it's at the end of the game, like all those things. I just, I just think we got good players and no great players. Right. It, and it's, it's, that's why we're, 
we like we're not like a super exciting team to watch because I don't think there's a guy we're like oh I'm watching like you don't have your people you're just watching right wait till he gets it wait yes. till this guy gets the ball or he gets around the ball yeah or, gets or, it, it's, or, or this or, defender it's time to pass rush yeah who are watching like we just don't have like we don't have anybody really like, by the way that. did you see did you see our boy Tommy Hill just got stuck oh my on that kickoff like Tommy is gonna let's see how excited he is to return the next one. I mean that, was like, that dude came like that Michigan player went to John Rood kickoff coverage camp. It was like just sprint and and, and destroy knife through and did just, you see John Rood made the uh, you wouldn't have you didn't go to the game, did you? So the tickets all had John Rood on it. Oh so every ticket Memorial Stadium would have a John like a John Rood thing talking or, about the hit, yeah really yeah oh that makes me feels great no I idea how happy that makes me i didn't know that that was the case but that's yeah, john fantastic rude, john rude made the ticket john rude made the ticket and the legend continues the legend continues <laughs> and and john had to been incredibly proud of of that michigan kickoff coverage guy because that dude knife through there and stuck home boy. yeah there was a like, tribute to john rude and fortunately it was, on it was the, from the, other, side. There, <laughs> the other way around uh the dude the other guy javen wright had a rough game uh there are a couple of big missed tackles like on the final touchdown drive of the half for Michigan, it was second and 13. I think the Ty Robinson got a TFL, pushed him back. Second and 13, they they threw it to, I think, a tight end. Javen Wright misses a tackle. It gets to 11-yard gain. Yeah. That's third and two. Then they convert it. Uh, and then even on Michigan's first touchdown drive of the third quarter, Nebraska had Michigan at third and 10. And a Michigan receiver catches the ball short of the first down and Javen Wright misses yeah. a tackle. Like, so there were, there were moments to like that. Those kind of plays are what would were, were disappointing me this game. Like that to me was like the first time we just, we didn't tackle. We just, you know what I mean? Like it was just, it felt like we were just like, we just didn't show up. Well, and I feel like what happened after, so third and 10, they convert it. Javen Wright misses, uh, missed the tackle. They get the first down. And then it was like, Everybody kind of went because then yeah. Corum, Corum. Then that was the possession where they they decided like I think they were like let's get Corum a little bit of juice here. This is like our Heisman is, hopeful. We're going to get him a touchdown. Basically, it was like yeah. okay, this is the last possession for these starters. Let's give it to Corum six straight times, and then Corum just started trucking. People. Yeah, and then boom, touchdown, thirty-five nothing. Thanks for flying United. Get I, home safely. Notice that too. It's like when teams have one really good guy, and he is like. uh a potential Heisman there's it's always known like oh this we is, must pad this stat here like he needs the touchdowns for the stats yes oh I thought it was so I should, thought it was just clear know. in the third yeah. quarter with that drive once they converted <laughs> that third down they're like okay let's get let's get Blake a bunch of carries here yeah and then do they ran a million isos and and he started to get loose he was trucking guys he was making guys miss yeah and yeah it's uh it's it's unfortunate by the way because we're talking about that, you know, the issues in the red zone. Because it was unfortunate. Nebraska's first drive of the third quarter, you get the long post to miss the first down himself. But did you see Grant fumbled on the sideline and yeah. somehow the ball goes forward four or five yards and Ben Scott gets it? Yeah. So that's where we talk about like Nebraska can't catch a break, kind of caught a break there. That's right. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's bad. I mean, Grant, we don't want fumble. I just no, because then he what's needs to go take some fumbleitis pills yeah, i don't know something. what it is then grant has the false start on third and two it was grant that jumped oh. and then it's third and seven harbor gets sacked and then here comes tristan alvano misses a 40-yard field goal and it's hard because he's fumbles, not fumbles and penalties going 
like when you, you cross you get, the 50 you're going yes. like that's the like yeah you get they got to the they got inside the red zone and it's fumble false start now all of a sudden you're it's a long field going you miss it that's the stuff about this offense i just go like when you don't got a bunch of talent you can't be sloppy and yeah and you know un, an uneasy team you know, and we get we get sloppy, we get uneasy when we get into critical situations, and it's like that's a bad combination. <sighs> Couple more things, and we'll get out of here. We did bring it up; it was interesting to think about that the, this Nebraska avoided a shutout with that late Fleeks touchdown. The last shutout was '96 at Arizona State. Nebraska lost nineteen to nothing. That still is on that loss is on the short list of most astonishing losses. I mean, we were like 12 or 13, 12 years old. Yeah. And we I remember just being like that one. Because you, you had come off of 94, 95, and even like 93, you yeah. know, like Nebraska just felt like they hadn't lost in forever. I mean, when you're 12, two years is like, you it's like you're, it was like, that's half of your life. You're like, <laughs> yeah. I've like never, never lost. I've never <laughs> seen Nebraska lose. <laughs> I've never seen it happen. By the way, it, they, John Bishop was tweeting out the last time Nebraska was shut out at home was 1968. So it would have been a it have been quite the yeah. streak uh to 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 break. The the big thing was did you see a certain someone was at the game? You probably didn't see it because you're not on social media and you were at you were at the game. Dylan Riola was at the game. Hmm. And it's frustrating that like Dylan Raiola is there and you put out that performance. Well, I guess he was, he's there. already committed to he's, but, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying you're, you always want to, you know, it's like you were dating a girl, then she goes and dates someone else. And like, she sees you a month later and you want to be like looking good and every you're making every, you know, like you're, you're in mm. a good light. So she's like, I miss him. Did I make a mistake? Stacy, it's Brenda. I think I made a mistake. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. We don't need to stop it. I mean, here's the thing, though. It's like, here's what you got to remember about Dylan, right? His uncle is on the staff. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, yes. Are you, you know getting it? Like, I'm not saying there was, I know he was totally there to support his uncle. I'm not insinuating yes, that he was, but, but, but I also think you don't have to impress him like that. Okay. Maybe here. you're right. Yeah. You know why? I just, because his uncle is on the staff. So his uncle is like in a constant communication with his Dylan's father in a way that's like, there's no, like, there's no misunderstanding. It's very understood. Okay. That makes him me feel not a little coming it, here is like the Riolas were like, the best thing for your future career is to go to Georgia. That's, that's, that's the discussion between the family and having to tell your, your brother and your uncle, like, we're not coming to you because this is the best thing for us. But you know, if something doesn't go wrong here, maybe we'd come there. That, that, I, that's sort of, that's sort of where they're at. I don't think it like if the fans are, you know, the performance of the play, like, I think they understand exactly what, what they would be getting into if they came here. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I just was thinking like, and I'm certainly not insinuated that Nebraska could flip him. Like I'm more so thinking like if for some reason he goes to Georgia and it yeah, doesn't go well completely. and he hits the portal. Like, I just think you always, every impression matters. 
I get that he's unique in that it's a different kind of situation because his uncle's on the staff and his dad played there. There's not anything about Nebraska that is is he doesn't understand. Yeah. I just want it was like, oh man, to see you you always want to put yourself in the best light as you can. Yeah. And agreed. That, agreed. That certainly but wasn't I actually that. think of all of all the recruits, it matters less with him. You're probably right. It really, I do. I mean, right. I, it doesn't matter. He he but, is, but I also feel like you you look at that and you go like did that look like a situation that he wanted to be involved with at all? Probably not. No, no. And losing like that helps no one, right? It, well, and even just looking at that offense and looking at that. that The question is, then you go like, do you, yeah, like, then you start going. I mean, the, the, the issue is almost like you need to get quarterbacks to get the receivers. But, like, to recruit the quarterbacks, you wish you had some weapons to offer them it's a you chicken know? or the egg thing it's yeah, like do you bit. get the quarterback to get the receivers or do you need to get some better receivers to attract a better quarterback like you know there is a little I bit of it, i think it maybe it's like you got to get maybe you got to get the good receivers to get the good quarterback first, I, I don't like, know but it is wild to like you know you watch colorado and usc and you just like the the wide receivers on those on that on the, that field compared to what then you watch with nebraska you're like whoa yeah it's <laughs> And I watched Whoa. I watched Old Miss last night, and you know they they beat LSU, and God, I'll tell you what, they just got skill guys everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, and they just it's like you know the the balls out, just throw it to them in space, and like they catch everybody's it, they hard it. to tackle. Oh. Everybody's it's like gosh, it's like we don't have one of those guys, and they got just like a cupboard full of them, like. Yeah. What's it? Some you know they get just, so much yak, it's crazy. I mean, they be yakking, yakety yak. Don't talk yakety yak. But the uh, so I, I wanted to bring up that Royal was at the game. I saw him and I was like, it's not like this usually. I usually shave and I have a suit on. I didn't and know I'm you'd used, be here. I didn't uh, even know you'd be here. I'm sorry. I have this pizza stain on my shirt. And how you been, by the way? You know, like, <laughs> like that's what it felt like. Felt yeah, like walked I've, I've in. been good. You know, I mean, I've just been doing my thing. You know, I've just been working uh, on myself. You know, you know, like really focused on me and what I need to do. I wasn't fired. I actually quit because <laughs> they don't really, they don't get it. And so, yeah, you know, I've just been, uh, I've been just working on my art project and, uh, Things are great. Things are great. I mean, yeah, I need to clean a little bit, but. Uh... Oh, oh, my God. I wasn't fired. I actually quit. That's perfect. That's what it was like. Basically, our dream girl popped in at our apartment. Things haven't been good for us. <laughs> Things haven't been going well, but we don't let them know that. Just sweatpants, pizza yeah. stains, clearly unemployed. What's going on? Oh, 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 no, uh, oh, yeah, like, no, I couldn't be better. You can sit here. (laughs) Great. You need something to drink? We don't really have, I don't have much. I got some bush light. If you You didn't answer any of my emails. Uh, uh, That's what it was. You left 300 of them. Oh, man. I was going through some things then. I'm better now, though. (laughs) I wasn't fired. I quit. Moving newspapers and magazines, pizza boxes everywhere. You got like a Playboy and a Hustler <laughs> yeah. that you're like moving. It. Oh, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. My buddy brought those over. I would never look what, at those. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. We'll 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 
wrap it up with this. It is. What do you think this week will be like now? Because it was, we talked about it. It just felt like it was a weird week for me. There was no buzz for the game. Everybody made it sound like that the the atmosphere certainly didn't. Now it was abnormally hot. Yeah, it was hot, but it was Michigan, Nick. It was Michigan. You get blown out forty-five to seven. I just. I don't know. It feel there, there's a weird feeling in the air right now. It's what we were talking about. It's the feeling of a decade of irrelevance. Yeah, a decade of losing. Fairly patient fans are running low on patience. Um, all we need, as always, is any glimmer of hope. Right? They go win a couple of Big Ten West games against bad teams. Doesn't matter. That's hope. Yeah. Nick, oh, yeah. No, I mean, our fans every in one they, day yeah. will flip everything. If you show us something, anything, anything that shows us that we're making progress, a Big Ten win yeah. will do that of any kind. If we win Big Ten games, Nick, our fans will start going. I mean, I remember we beat Rutgers last year and we beat Rutgers Indiana in Indiana at home. And we're like, Pumped. Mickey's the truth. Yes. Give him the job. I right. mean, it's all we need. It's a, it's similar. If we win, you know, a couple of these games here, Nebraska fans will come back super excited. The next, but it's just yeah. The next four are, I mean, the the four of the seven final games. The next four are the are the easier of the of the fi- than the final three. I mean, you got Illinois, Northwestern, Purdue, then at Michigan State. Big stretch, but it just, they got to show just a, it's an interesting moment for, for Husker football. I just, I'm, I always said heading into the year that there's not going to, fans are not going to be as patient as you think they will be, or they even, they should be. And that is proving to be true more so than I even thought and i can only speak for myself i feel like and again the thing that's hard about this and you said it at the start like a lot of this stuff is not matt rule's fault it's not matt rule's fault that nebraska has been so bad for a long stretch here this isn't on this isn't necessarily about this is this is riley and frost era that rules sort of paying the price for so I actually, so I'm like I i have not given up on rule no not at all plan to i want to give him some time but i agree his leash is shorter because of them and, and what the previous teams have done. Um, but it's still like the, the right thing is still the process of like letting him build a team and see what it is. But yeah, it's just, it, it couldn't have started worse for him. No, uh, no. So th- that's where hey, you know, he he's in control what he can control and it hasn't gone well so far. And, and in his defense and not to make excuses, cause geez, Louise, we have been in the excuse business for, I mean, we become, excellent at making excuses over the course of the like pretty good but i mean they have caught i mean to like we've said i mean they thought they were going to have xavier Betts. he quits the team in the middle of camp they thought they were going to have garcia castaneda hurts first game they thought they're going to have maybe gilbert he decides to you know become a wet bandit a brick bandit he became the brick bandit (laughs) (laughs) they they thought they're you know they lose their top two running backs gabe irvin ramir johnson Mm -hmm. you know for their biggest toughest opponent they lose their best player on defense they had one of their best pass rushers and their best probably the singletons is he their best secondary guy i mean he's probably played the best yeah he's had a good start so 
they lose, however you feel about Sims, the guy they wanted at quarterback has struggled. They then have to go to Harburg. Like it has been literally like whatever can go wrong has kind of gone wrong yeah. so far. Yeah. But so that's where you got a big opportunity here where you're going to play a, a very depleted, struggling Illinois team. You're going to get a bye to kind of catch your breath, get healthy, and then you got a nice stretch here. So it can it can happen, I suppose, but it just has been. Because I even wonder, like, part of me feels like it's not that he rule looks like he's not confident, but I do feel like he's lost a little bit of his, like, you know, that, oh, that, yeah. that swagger and that bravado that he had all off season and even leading up to the yeah. year, like you can, you can tell it's been, it's taken a hit a little bit. How I think he's run into the, like how hard it is to make things go right here. Right. It's, we have, I don't know. It's unbelievable. What, dude. I just don't how even can know keep what it is. I don't, I don't know. It is such a amazing feat that we can be, be what, whatever it is we've become this like team that is like good enough to look a certain way, but never win such yeah. a weird, and then, and then weird, they can have moments where it's really bad. And then, yeah, then you have some real, yeah. Then so you like, have moments where re when it it's really like all goes these poorly. moments where you get really close to something great and then it doesn't go your way. And then these moments and like, yeah, they just go the, then you fall way back but into the pit. We never get a great moment. We just no. don't get a great one. It, it is wild. Every where team in America gets a great one over 10 years. They get that one win, you know, like Isn't that or, wild? Oregon State's ranked now. It's like, what are we talking about? I know. How? See, but, see, but 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 that that's the thing where I also not to get all go back in and talk to you know how you doing sport, yeah. you know we don't need to get back into that here. It's not your fault. It's Nick. not your fault. But that's the thing where I do sometimes I'm like, you know, how come it can never? We act like it's just you know it takes forever and it's gonna be. But like, Oregon State's ranked. You know, Kansas they took it on the chin to Texas yesterday, but like Kansas is now like Kansas is better than Nebraska, like. I don't know. We all, we, we, I think we all know that it's, it's, it's complicated to become a good winning football program, but it's not, it's not as complicated as we're making it out to be. With the infrastructure that we have, this Nebraska infrastructure, it, it's not, it shouldn't be this hard. Nick, I mean, we have, like, you go to a game, the production we have, the facilities, the support, the fans, it's insane. It's insane what we, give and, and it's insane what is given back and and not in terms of like we deserve this but like no, but how how are we not better with all that we can provide the people that can play and it, coach here you're, you're so you know? right like and again this is all we're gonna have to go to the, maybe we do a mailbag on midweek pot or something like that have some fun with that but because uh, i was going to talk about about this in our midweek pod but it's too perfect to bring it up like it is interesting on the heels of Nebraska opened that $165 million practice facility last month, $165 yeah. million. Trev proposes a $450 million renovation to Memorial Stadium. Yeah. So now you're getting into the half a billion dollars of investment into the football program. Yeah. Nebraska continues to fill that stadium and keep the sellout streak alive. 90,000 people every single Saturday. I guess at some point, it's amazing the amount of investment there has been, both tangible and intangible, 
into the football program that has just not returned anything at all to the people that have invested into it. Yeah, it's like all these teams, like even in the Big Ten West, like you go to Northwestern and Illinois and and Minnesota and uh, Iowa, Iowa State, uh, you know, Kansas. Every one of these teams, you know, they have – they're not what we are historically, but they at least have a year or two or three somewhere in there. They're like, things go well. They get a good team. This is yeah. their year. They they win their division or they win nine games. I mean, Iowa State had their moment. Minnesota had their moment. Iowa's Kansas, had their moments. Kansas had Kansas, their moment yeah, last year. Kansas like, State. Kansas, Kansas State. State had their moment. Everybody's having a moment, and the team that has the most history in the and it has the most support. And the most investment. And the most investment can't have a moment and so that's the part that it's i hear the announcers when they talk about us they're almost like what yeah they don't even know what to say about no i know it's and i'm not one of those guys like i don't this isn't necessarily like me upset at trev i'm not upset at trev but it's like man i feel like and and it's not his fault because you know they there's there's a timeline to proposing this and they had already in motion and things are already in motion and they had to they had to talk about it because it's going to be at the border regions uh itinerary when they next meet so like it's not necessarily his fault but man it's a bad time to talk about a four a 500 million dollar investment into memorial stadium and i'm not saying it's not wrong memorial stadium does need probably a facelift there needs to be amenities and like that's all true yeah but it's a bad look it's it's just unfortunate, Nick. I mean, here's the thing: it's it's like if we win six games, he announces it's like whoa. Oh, it's yeah. like, but it, you know, like to me though, like I like it. You know why I like it? Because he's investing into in Nebraska. Yeah, you, yeah like what are the choices you have? I I don't know anything other than like let's just keep going all in and give us every chance. And and the odds would should tell me that we should have like it should swing around for us. It's just amazing that it hasn't. I think it's, what yeah. more what I'm pointing out is not that like I don't feel like I'm owed anything. No, I don't, no I'm not saying necessarily saying that. Nobody anything. owes yeah. me anything. Nobody owes, but like it's amazing that it hasn't happened. Yeah. And, and I guess I'm just it's to me, it's amazing when you think about when you stop and think about how much Nebraska fans and Nebraska in general have invested into this program, yeah. both tangibly with dollars. Yeah. And that is showing in, you know, sellout streaks, Memorial Stadium being full, the new press facility, the proposed $500 million renovation Memorial Stadiums. And then the fact of tangibly investing all the people that are still into this thing with Nebraska football, yeah. invested into it emotionally, all that stuff. Just the, the, uh, that's the thing that's amazing to me. It's like, this is, there is this, we're getting like to unprecedented levels of investment with no, nothing, no return on it. It's nothing it's back for you. It's incredible. It's really incredible. It, it, this is going to be the story. I mean, hopefully we, hopefully this thing will get turned around one day and we all have to explain this in 30 years to like the next generation. But like, you don't understand what happened. It was beyond anybody's capability to like process. Yeah. We almost, I, I think Nebraska fans right now are probably going, am I crazy? Are we yeah. all crazy? It, feel, it feels because a little like it. It doesn't make sense. No. That's the biggest thing about the 10 years. It's like, it doesn't make sense that we can seemingly competent organizations and coaches, like they, they all seem, and nothing seems to go our way. 
Yeah. And it, nothing seems to be going right or like we're doing everything wrong. It's, it's just, like, that's the part wild. that's really tricky. Cause I'm like, what is it? You, you, you are, you, your fan support is there. Your, your, you know, your game day experience is there. Your history and tradition is there. You have the money in the, in terms of investing into coaches that is very competitive. Rule's a top 10 highest paid coach. Yeah. Rule just coaching the NFL. You hired the native son that was the coach of the year. He comes. He can't get it done. It's just like, it's amazing. It is. It's, a, it's an incredible run of almost like tra tragically bad like you you can hear it in the announcers voices too like you hear jason benetti and brock heward Benetti even asked him like brock you played against this team you know you you know it was like can you even believe this yeah. and they're like no even you know you the bar the barstool college football roadshow was in town they brought yeah. the bus and boys dave portnoy is there they did their like live uh game day show in the rail yard and it was full of people yeah and Dave Portnoy, who's a Michigan fan and a Michigan grad, like he was like, this is this is unreal. Yeah. And he made sure it's now he's kind of poking, but he's also like he made sure it's make Nebraska mediocre again. Like, but it's like, yeah. that's it. He, his, his whole thing all weekend was like, I don't we would have never Nebraska has been so bad for 10 years. We would never even think about bringing our show to Nebraska, but it's Nebraska. Yeah. And even hit like. He he recorded some videos of himself. He was in the stands, and then when Michigan got up like twenty-one nothing, he he had to leave. And he was like, "I don't take any enjoyment in this. Like, I don't." I, I, it's, people are pitying us. That's the worst. It's the worst. So that's that's just like, yeah, I don't know, man. We we sometimes the more we talk, the more we're like, "Gosh, dang it!" I know that's right. <laughs> I just I, it's weird how again I predicted that Nebraska was going to lose. I thought there was a version of this game where it could have gotten out of hand, but I expected them to be competitive. I just was really disappointed with how that game unfolded. And it's just in the wake of, it's just, it's not just one scar. It's just, it's one yeah, scar. It's, this over. has nothing to do with Michigan. This is everything to do with the last 10 that, years. That's, a, that's, that, what that's what's, I'm having a way, a way <laughs> harder time than I thought I would of, it is really hard for me to go to wipe the slate clean and enter into this year and Matt rule and try to not bring any of the baggage of the past. It's impossible. It's impossible for me. I'm just telling you right now, I've tried really hard and you're not, see, that's the thing is it's not just you. It's, I think it's every single Nebraska fan. Um, it's and, and here's the, the tricky part, right? The close loss seasons I don't know if it was a good or I mean, it's better than like we say, than just getting absolutely pulverized for that many years. But we really thought it was going to turn. It it made it not for as much as people could have said, boy, you guys were seeing what you wanted to see and you just wanted it to work with frost and yeah. all, yada, yada, yada. We talked about this all the time. Those close losses and the way those seasons played out in 2018, 2019, certainly 2021, like it just to me it was it wasn't clear it kept it kept you like hanging on like hanging on gave you and, enough yeah. to go and so that's people have been living in that long enough that now like win a couple lose a couple that you know like they they're kind of done with that i think that's the part that's tricky now is that people have just been like i don't think we can do that and people don't have the <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to muster up the strength and the appetite to have the patience in this moment 
It yeah. just is. And the right thing to me, the, the right thing is always patience. It, exactly. That, that's what's so hard about it. It's like, and this is kind of the, the beauty of being a human of like, sometimes you know what the right thing is to do. You know, I shouldn't have that donut. I want the twin. I, I want to eat it. that donut. I should not have it. But you eat it. Or yeah. I know I should wake up and I should go work out. I know I shouldn't stay out past 10 and have that extra two or two three or three beers. drinks but like that's it but human beings what? that person's here maybe we'll just have and then it's oh, one I never see him i'm gonna stay out and then or, your kid wakes up at six yeah and, and you feel the, like crap you hear your kid and you go oh my god did i i shouldn't have done that you that's know where, like, like this is there's a part of of the nebraska football experience that is kind of the very essence of being a human where we all kind of know Patience is good. Patience is good. And time. we need to do this. And don't we panic need to understand this. I want a new coach. Yes. We're going to do something. And that's ridiculous to go down that path at this point. But even though we all know these things, like I know Michigan's better at all 22 positions. And I know Nebraska has not been to a bowl game for six straight years. And I know that Michigan could win a national title and that this is year one of a rebuild. And Nebraska has been hit by injuries. Like I know all of that. But it, damn it, it doesn't make me any less like, ah. Oh, about it yeah and so that's it's just you can know and it's still hard to to act and that's where i'm i'm having a way harder time with that than i I anticipated myself close losses are better than irrelevance and we were irrelevant and it just yeah yesterday felt again when mccarthy's kissing his girlfriend and they're pulling their starters and it's just like wow this is this is this is what it is now. This is oh, all right. Should we go see about a girl? Should no, we go? Yeah, should we go? We go see about a girl here. Let's let's miss fist home run, and let's go see about a girl, huh? Let's do that. You want to go do that? Let's do that. Let's do it. A heard at Sports Network production.